Hola, friends. This is Help Me Be Me, and today I'm talking about diet fear or basically battles with your body. So, if you're, it's for anyone who's in a place in their life where they feel separate from their body, or maybe you just think of your body like an enemy, or maybe you just can't tell what's going on with it. So, things are happening. You don't feel normal. You don't feel like balanced, and um, it's it's basically to talk about holistic health. Because if there's stuff going on in your body, there are millions of different factors that could be contributing to it, but it's all got to come from a health goal and not control over your body. And I have a guest with me today, my friend Layla, because she and I both went to the same amazing nutritionist, and that basic education was so blow my mind amazing that we want to share it with you. Hello, Layla. Hi. So we're going to go through kind of a list of basics that we didn't know and that we feel are very valuable to share. So um, things to be aware of that affect your metabolism just off of the bat. If you're recently taking, if you've recently taken any kind of harsh antibiotic, that can have a a tremendous effect on your metabolism because it basically kills all of your good bacteria in your gut. Um, If you have been taking a lot of drugs recently or if you've been drinking a lot of alcohol recently, um, even like things like Advil or prescription meds. And if you've gotten really sick recently with like a virus, um, that can be a kind of a major effect on your metabolism. Um, so if there's something that we can give you today, it's just some basic tips. And I think we have seven, um, because a lot of people will kind of go through severe tactics to manage weight and to kind of control it. And it's, Unless you build that support system for yourself, like holistically, it's just going to be kind of a roller coaster throughout the rest of your life, which is absolutely not worth it. And it's also going to remove your ability to enjoy your life. So here we go. We've got seven. So numero uno. Um, So the first one is not eating enough or fasting and... Uh, the reason is that it spikes your cortisol and also your blood sugar, and that will screw up your metabolism over time. It's also going to screw up your metabolism because you're running on muscle versus fat, and muscle is what burns fat. What's really interesting about this is that just recently I had read a lot about um, the Minnesota starvation experiment, which is basically what they had done during World War II with um, some college students to kind of learn about how to refeed people who had been in difficult situations like prisoners of war and things like that. And they, they were feeding them, you know, 1,400, 1,500 calories a day. And if you think about it, 1,200 is a lot <laughs> less than right. that amount. And they were starting to go nuts, like um, thinking about food constantly, having really um, strange behaviors, things that happen to us when we diet. We're right. thinking about food constantly. One of the behaviors was compulsively collecting recipes, which is something that I did. Oh, my God. That's like hamsters. Totally. <laughs> hamsters will, like, hoard their food in, uh, like, the corner of the, like, cage because they are, like, trying to save it. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, my hamster did that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Yeah. I mean, it's it's compulsive. They would chew gum compulsively. That's something that, yeah. I, that I did also when I was dieting a lot. Um, but it just makes you really realize you're looking back at all these diets going, okay, 
they're starving these people right. at 1,500 calories a day. So what am I doing to my body? Right. And then when they refeed them, of course, um, your body pulls. It's not just um, the food that you're eating. It's the water weight. So it pulls in all of the water that's um, basically hanging onto the cells of glycogen. Right. So you not only gain weight, but you gain a lot of water, and your body doesn't want to let go. Yeah, it's like fearful. Exactly. It's just like the power of your expectation to affect your emotions as well as your behavior. I think your emotions actually control the way your body behaves so massively just because of the chemicals that are regulating the way your body works. Absolutely. It's so complex. I mean, just simple things like anxiety and stress, like that can dictate whether or not you're going to digest fast or not because you're telling your body like, freak out, freak out, eh, store everything you get. Like you can't, your body won't work properly if you're like upset. Um, that was a long digression, but that one was... Uh, not needing enough food or fasting basically puts your body into a stress fear mode. Okay, the next one, number two, is stress. We've kind of already touched on this one, but the power of stress to affect your diet and your body is so powerful. It's like um, basically you're, when you're stressed out, your body releases cortisol, and like cortisol is what tells your body to store store fat. So it's the same thing that like when you go into fear mode, your, your body is going to hold on to what it needs to survive. And so if you're like stressed out at work, maybe you're, you're working long hours or you're not doing like very, very diligent uh, self-care steps every day. Like if you're not getting some exercise, if you're not being able to like soothe your brain and your brain chemicals, you're basically going to throw your hormones way out of whack. And one thing that happens when your hormones are out of whack is like if you're a, if you're a lady, you're going to stop getting your period or it's going to like you're you need to have like all of your hormones processing for you to to digest properly, for you to metabolize properly, for you to just be a healthy balanced person. It's essential that you keep your your stress levels down. So it's like, I know a lot of the time when work gets crazy or you have, you know, a gnarly schedule, you'll, you'll tend to push yourself harder and say that it's worth it, but it's not, it's not sustainable and it's not good for you as a a long-term happy person. Um, well, if you're also, if you're mixing diet and stress, it's a horrible. Yeah. It's like a one, two punch. Yeah. So I love yoga for that exact reason. It's like medicine for your happy chemicals. I also love uh, hiking. We're about to go on a hike after this, actually. Um, And anything basically like that allows your brain to shut off. You basically have to kind of do a manual shutdown. If your brain just won't shut up, it's important that you get it to at the end of the day somehow. And take breaks for yourself. Like it's important. It's, It's more important than it is to finish that, I don't know, piece of paperwork on time. It's taking care of yourself. Um, and it's like a domino effect. So it's it's going to actually catalyze like more anxiety, less sleep. If you're getting less sleep, you're going to probably be snacking more because you're just fidgety. Like there are all these other things that will happen if you don't do what you need to to, to stay balanced. Um, sleep is one of the most important things. 
for sure, especially for your body to metabolize and yeah, process everything from the day before. You have, you have to have that rest mode, like where you're actually sleepy. Um, I think a lot of us get into that, like living on adrenaline, you know, I wake up and I'm just ready to go and you can stay up really late and it doesn't seem to matter. Three cups of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> ready to go. But that's not healthy. You're actually like abusing your, uh, your body's adrenaline. Like one day that's going to conk out. So in 10 years you're, you're going to, you know, have some form of diabetes and your, your body's not able to do that anymore. So it's all about keeping balance and, um, respecting your body and not, abusing it. Even if you feel like it can take it, it's it's not going to take it forever. Number three. So number three is over-exercise, which is something that we usually do as penance or out of anxiety and fear, um, like we have to or else. If this sounds like you decide to shift that imbalance, stop that thought process that is taking place. Uh, for the same reasons work and life stress hurt our metabolism, when you overexercise, you're stressing your system and your body will store fat. If you found success based on losing pounds, doing way too much exercise, firstly, that's likely water weight. Secondly, when your body stores fat, it's burning muscle instead. And lean muscle is what burns the most calories. And um, a statistic from Live Strong is that muscle has a daily metab- metabolic rate of about three times that of fat. Yeah, so you, I mean, I think a lot of people when they're dieting, they don't want to get muscly and they're like fearful of doing anything that, that keeps muscle or, or they'll use like restricting food as a way to cater to like keeping your weight low. But that's actually the reason that it's going to be so much harder for you to maintain a healthy weight because your body is like, if you just have only fat, your body is not able to burn as many calories, and therefore it's like if you any fluctuations are going to be a lot harder to regulate. Um, as well as that, muscle doesn't have to look muscly. It just means like the makeup of your body is going to be lean muscle versus, you know, squishiness. <laughs> right. But I think muscle in general has a bad rep, and it's partly because, you know, if you build muscle and you haven't before, it's going to be building under your existing body fat. So it's going to make you bigger for a little while. And then it goes away. It's like you got to – that's why it's so important to come from health as your goal and make that really 100% for the good of your ha- happiness and well-being as a human being for the rest of your life. That has to be the guide for why you're doing what you're doing. Because it does. And then everything gets so simple. It just, every answer you're looking for just comes from that. And as a byproduct, all of the stuff you want happens. So all of the balance that you want will, will just come naturally and all the fear goes away. And I think that the worst part about dieting is you live under, it's like a hostage situation for the rest of your life. And it's not, it's like you're destroying that life and it's, you don't get two of them. It's like you just you should make this one something you love, and you can have everything you want. You can be exactly what you want to be, but you have to put yourself and your health first, and it has to come from that place. It's like build your health and your balance right. Don't build it based on imbalance. Um, so it I know it's really scary, but make that the priority. It is scary. And to that over-exercise point, it's really confusing sometimes because you're told your whole life, 
you have to exercise, the more exercise you get, all of this, you know, trying to get kids up and get them moving. Right. So you have to find, you really have to find a balance, and that can be very difficult. It's true, and I feel like there's so much just negative health or misinformation out there, like specifically when it comes to just the diet industry. No wonder people are confused. I mean, there are websites out there that like tell you you should be eating 400 calories a day or they're like, there's so much crap out there. And I I, I mean, one of the most upsetting things about like, I would say America for the most part, I know like Korea is the same way, but like the fact that it's promoted by pop culture and like TV shows and talk shows and like the types of hosts they have on talk shows, like some of them look like skeletons. Like, Well, you know, it's really interesting is I was just reading this article about how it perpetuates and they're basically getting these TV and film stars who are getting samples from the modeling industry or from the fashion industry. The samples are size zero, zero, zero. They're getting them and thinking, oh my God, I'm so fat, I can't fit into these. <laughs> when they're built for people who were a very, very small portion of the population genetically. Right. Their frame. Um, and a lot of them are not eating to become like that portion of the population. So the actresses in turn, and actors sometimes too, will not eat and starve themselves and go on these crazy diets to try and fit into the clothes of these models right and then um you know we'll see them on tv and try and emulate them and also the camera's adding 10 pounds so if you see these people in real life yeah like jennifer lawrence said something like i'd rather eat and and actually look like to paraphrase her like i'd actually eat and look like a normal person in real life and maybe look a little bit heavier on screen oh that's awesome isn't that nice yeah um because seeing them in person, it's shocking. Oh, I know. They're like mini people. <laughs> <laughs> like scale-wise, they're like miniature humans, like a miniature pony. Um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so I would say get exercise, but treat exercise like it's equally for your mind as it is for your body. So you should be exercising to like get toxins out and also to just regulate your mood. I mean, if it's like – and I would say as a rule – Make it something you enjoy. So to be in your body. Yeah, to, fe- to feel more in your body and to um, feel great. Like the exercise you should be doing should be something you actually like. So if you're doing something you hate, change it. Just figure out a different exercise that's like, I mean, you can get just as much out of it if you just, you know, like if, for example, you hate going to the gym, don't go to the gym, go somewhere else. Like go hiking, figure out like a uh, if you like cycling, just try out different things until you find one that you enjoy and then make it a ritual that's for your benefit holistically as a person. So like make a playlist that you love. I mean, I'm sure this is all very basic stuff, but like exercise should be benefiting all of you and it should not be like a love hate thing. It should be something you do because it makes you feel awesome. And I think if you can come from that place and you can listen to your body and know like, hey, I'm really tired right now. I don't feel like I want to go this extra, you know, 20 minutes or I don't feel like I can do this. Like listen to your body and don't do it. Um, Don't let fear be the motivation. Don't let fear guide anything. It should not be penance. It should be like a craving like, oh, man, I've had a stressful day. I cannot wait to go hiking. Oh, it's so pretty outside. I can't wait to go 
run around the block, whatever it is, play soccer. All of it should come from like your body really wants it and you want it and it makes you feel awesome when you do it. It it can be that. It doesn't have to be suffering. No, and there's so many of those Facebook posts now with like the and I don't want to blame it on CrossFit, but there's so many posts that are talking about like go through the pain and it takes pain to be beautiful and it's it's really con- it's really difficult right reading like, through all of that because you do want I mean in certain sports and in certain you know different athletic endeavors you do want to try and push yourself. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to push yourself to the point where you're pretending you're not there and you're in yeah. pain. You're like trying to <laughs> transcendentally right. meditate out of a right. situation because it's so terrible. Right. <laughs> I know, like injury inducing. Um, yeah, so exercise should be in service of chemical balance as well because, like, it makes all those happy chemicals when you sweat. So, like, dopamine also relieves anxiety. Uh, it it allows your body to, you can sleep better. There's all sorts of good things about it. Okay, the next thing on our list. So, um, no breakfast. This is a really important one. Yeah. So your body has a natural curve of energy from while you sleep to when you go to bed. It's supposed to be like a smooth um, ski slope. When it doesn't have a solid base of fuel, especially during the highest calorie burn part of your day, Um, you get way more hungry later. And this creates a big bump in that curve around 3 or 4 p.m. That's your cortisol being spiked. Basically, your body gets stressed and you feel starving. So eat breakfast. And this is actually one I did not do at all. And I I had no idea. And that's what I learned from our doctor. It was like I – she was like, you need to eat breakfast because it's like your your body has nothing to run on. And so I was like literally running on – I think adrenaline for the most part of the day because I would eat lunch, but like I just skipped breakfast because I wasn't hungry when I woke up. But I was starving at like three or four p.m. Like I was starving where I was like, I need like that voracious, like you know, like I'd be like slamming you know almonds because I was like so hungry, and that was because I did very inconvenient time to eat. Oh, totally! It's like the worst, and there's <laughs> yeah, not like sit down to a meal totally. at three or four p.m. I know, I mean, and then you can, and it's before you know. Yeah. So she was like, you need to give yourself um, something to like run on and it should be fats, healthy fats like avocado, bacon, um, eggs, and some sort of carb. Um, and she was like, you should have it within the first 30 minutes waking up. She told me to, yeah. So I started doing that and like at first it was kind of like uncomfortable because I wasn't hungry. And then after I would say maybe – Two or three days, I started to crave it more. And then now, my like, it skyrocketed my metabolism. Just to have more, like, food earlier in the day and to have fats, it, like, also made me so much more full. Like, I am preaching this to anybody that will listen to me, like, all of my friends. <laughs> I got Adam to start eating avocado and more fats in the morning and protein. You want protein and fats for the most part, but, like, give yourself breakfast Make it a, a well-rounded meal, and you'll notice. Like I actually noticed dramatically. Like I was a dinner person, and so I think the reason I was skipping breakfast was like I want my wine at the end of the day, and I want my like you know I want to be able to eat. I love restaurants and I love food, so I was like I want to be able to eat whatever I want at the end of the day. So it's kind of like saving it up 
sort of, you know, oh, saving up my, my points or whatever. But one thing I've noticed is, like, since I've started eating breakfast, I am, like, I get so much more full so quickly just because I've added fats to my diet. Like, eating way more fat, I, like, I'm amazed at how much more full I feel, like, it, at lunch and at dinner. Like, I'm like, oh, I can't even finish this. So that's what happens when you create all of those, all that balance. It's, like, you get so many more uh, benefits that are totally a shock to me. Like, of course it makes sense, but it's just like not having learned that or not having practiced it for so long, I didn't realize like what it was doing to me. Like basically if I was to continue on that way, I would, you know, run out of like my metabolism would kind of break down at a certain point down the line. Cause you're like your, your blood sugar when you're hungry is being spiked. And so you're, your body is running on blood sugar, and that's what creates diabetes. Like, your body becomes insulin, you're numb to it. So it's like, when you're you're numb to the insulin, it's like, you just break down your metabolism. So are you super, super hungry anymore at three or four? No. That's awesome. I know, it's true. Your body will tell you what it needs, and you should never get to, like, that starving state. And if you no. are, it means you haven't gotten right nutrition earlier on okay the next on my list is no fats or low fats and you definitely want fats and this is like a huge uh misnomer in culture because this one dude in the 70s basically got on like the usda uh and told the country that fats were the reason that everyone has heart disease, and it's not true. I mean, look at really, it was yeah, the 70s. yeah, late seventies, and then by nineteen eighty, it was like that craze. Yeah, fat, there was everything levels. became no fat, and they replaced it with sugar. There's actually like a book about <laughs> this. I know this dude needs to go to jail for this, but um, yeah. So he he like created his own research and took a sample of all these different countries around the world, but he only used like a third of them that supported his, his research. So that was that fats cause, um, heart disease and heart attacks and all that stuff. And it, he basically made everybody take all the fat out of their diet. And that's not healthy. Your body needs fat to regulate hormones. And that cholesterol is actually what allows your body to regulate hormones. You need it. Your body it's a building block for so many very, very vital processes to happen in your body. So in general, eat healthy fats like bacon and coconut oil supposedly is really good right now. I don't know if it's too new for the research to be conclusive, but um, avocado, eat eggs and keep the yolk. The yolk is like got so, so many good, yeah, it's super important. Um, and then make sure if you're going to limit anything, limit complex carbs and anything processed just don't try to avoid anything processed because just it's it's foreign to your body and it's got a lot it builds a lot of sugar sugar is the the negative that's gonna affect um just crazy roller coasters in your in your blood sugar full fat yogurt your energy yeah yogurts are good yeah that's another thing if you've been like um sick recently or you had to take an antibiotic um take Try taking probiotic vitamins for just like a month, like the kind that they keep in the refrigerator at the grocery store, like at a Whole Foods or a, kind of like a natural market, because that 
your gut health, like the bacteria in your gut is so essential in like just your body's digestion. And like, uh, I had no idea. I didn't really think about it that much, but I got, uh, sick and then I had, um, I'd taken a, I'd done a juice cleanse. I did so many things that like basically killed all of my stomach bacteria. But if you just start taking a probiotic vitamin daily for one month, it'll jumpstart quite a bit of um, digestion in a good way. Uh, okay, the next on our list. It's no fats or, oh wait, sorry. Juice funds. <laughs> Juice funds. <laughs> Um, specifically sweet ones. The green ones are all good as long as you're not going into starving mode. Um, Sarah used to do lemonade cleanses all the time and had no idea that she was wrecking her metabolism. Yeah, it's like because you're losing so much water weight, I think a lot of people, I mean, it also comes like in this veil of like, it's good for you. It's juice. So like the lemonade cleanse. That is basically like <laughs> there's wait is that like the cayenne? Yeah, powder? yes. There's it's, like 70 grams of sugar in that. Oh my day. god, it's so bad for you to do that. You're like, under what circumstances would you ever eat 70 grams of sugar well, in a day? And you're like, your body is basically going from like sugar high to like crash, and so you're running on empty. You're like, you have no real energy. You're also uh, stressing your insulin, like, so you're, you're building insulin resistance. And so you're, you're basically like, it's creating the building blocks for diabetes. So if you're, um, it really is, it's like a, oh, it's so bad for you. Well, so I didn't know that as most people talk about juice cleanses as like a good thing. And I, I did a juice cleanse and it's like, it is, it's like you're running on sugar, which is like the worst kind of energy. You're spiking all of your and then after that, I uh, got really, really sick and like had like some weird stomach virus. So I killed all of my good bacteria, and then my whole body basically like shut down, like metabolism and digestion just shut down. And I was like, "What the?" And that's what initiated me even going to this doctor because I was like, "What's happening to me?" And then yeah, she was like, "If you are gonna ju- do any kind of juice, it should be in like in addition to regular nutrition." And you should be going for the green juices and not the sugary ones. So it shouldn't be a sweet juice. It should be like a green one. And I hate those juices. Like they're so gross. I'm not a juice person. But I know that it's like such a concentrated amount of like vitamins. So if you do like green juices, more power to you. Um, okay, number seven on this list is alcohol or drugs in excess. And I love wine. I try based on this doctor's advice, I'm trying to keep it to two or less. She actually said zero to one. So I was like, (laughs) I'm going to go one to two. I love wine because it's like the best part of a dinner. Delicious wine. Um, But anyway, your body basically like to protect your organs when your liver is taxed, like meaning when your liver, liver is full of like processing whatever toxins that have come through your body, it's going to store all of the excess ones in your fat cells. So like your body is just trying to protect you from these things, destroying your organs. So it's just going to put it into like wrap it up in a nice cushy piece of fat. So (laughs) if you are having a hard time trimming fat or you're feeling like, you know, imbalanced in your body and it's, you're eating really well, it might be because of taking, um, any kind of medication or if you're doing like, you know, Advil when you don't need it, it's like, you should not be relying on any kind of drug regularly unless you just absolutely have to 
and uh, alcohol is a big one. So it, just try reducing it as much as possible. Um, as well as this, this was a big downer for me because I love smoking meat. Like I have a smoker and I'm obsessed with applewood and the smell of burning wood because it's amazing. But if you eat um, foods that have been charred or like burned fats, that's like another toxin. And so it's going to be kind of processed in the exact same way. Um, so just everything in moderation and limit a daily intake of any kind of toxin. Um, so those are the seven that I think are the most mind-blowing that we both learned. And um, I know it's overwhelming. And I think the the most important thing to take away from this is to make it about your health and then the rest gets a whole lot simpler. And your happiness is more than just the way you look. It's, it's Your focus is what you just need to shift. You're, this is about building the relationship with yourself, building your connection to yourself, and, how, and listening to how you feel holistically. And once you are attuned to that, it's like you can, you can do all of the work you want and do it in the right way, and you'll be exactly the way you want to be. It's just you've got to invest in yourself as a complete person. Because you are your body. You're not separate from it. And that you have to honor that bond above all else. Um, so I know it's scary. And if it can induce a lot of panic if you're focused on feeling out of control. But know that that's stress. And that is something you, you have to medicate. It's just the emotion itself. It's not connected to actual things. It's just it's emotion that you need to medicate with something like breathing exercises. It's like treat each thing as a logical and rational thinking person. Stay in the rational and everything else is just a totally logical process. Um, just like learning how to drive a car, you know exactly what you need to do when you're in like a sane emotional state. Um, so to simplify, we're also going to give you just some major positive steps that you can take right now to uh, benefit your health Physically and mentally. Sure. So drink more water, uh, seven to ten glasses a day. Your body will likely lose weight because it's not holding on to water anymore. I did that one. I didn't. I never drink water. And really? I, I just never craved water because I was so used to not drinking water. Right. And then once I started forcing myself to drink water, I'm like now thirsty all the time. But I realized my body was like holding on to water because it was like I wasn't giving my body enough water. Um, uh, stop the diet products. Yeah, diet products are who knows what's in them, but geez, it's not a lifelong fix. And it's like, who wants to potentially, you know, ruin your liver or like, don't do something that hurts you. Like, hug your body. You yeah. should love your body. You should not be hurting it with anything. It's like, that's not cool. Well, there's research now, too, that the aspartame and sacrum, like any kind of the diet um, sugars, the fake sugars cause gut imbalance too. Oh, wow. I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah it's like if you don't know what it is, uh, as a rule, I would say. You can't pronounce don't it. Don't put it in your body. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, eat breakfast and eat something in the first 30 minutes of the day. After you've been sick, take probiotic vitamins, meaning healthy bacteria. Uh, don't brown your oils when you cook. Really? Yeah. Don't burn them. That's another toxin. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, keep alcohol to a minimum. And make sure to have some sort of lemon juice or apple cider vinegar in your diet. So this is like something to help your body 
um, prevent your body from becoming acidic, which sounds backwards because it's an acid, but your body, when it's acidic, um, will also, uh, it won't metabolize the same way. And I think it's actually what will be stored. You'll, your acids are also stored in your fat cells. I can't remember that one. It's from another podcast that I enjoyed immensely. Oh, it's from the body do over, which is like, they have a nutritionist on it. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, keep a little bit of citrus like lemon in your diet or apple cider vinegar. So, uh, I know it's all overwhelming, but if, if you know, one of those people who can go out and not worry about their food and they're not starving themselves, know that that can be you and you can be exactly what you want to be. You can look the way you want. You can do all of that, but you have to make the aim your holistic health and your mind and your body are so connected to your physical body. So make sure to honor and protect all of you. Um, hopefully this is helpful. <laughs> and, um, and I know it was information that was really valuable to me and Layla. So thank you for listening. And if you like this, please review me on iTunes. And so I'm going to put as many of the links as possible on my website. So if you want any of the info mentioned, visit teaspoonofhappy.com. And don't forget to smile. Thank you.